Hello everyone, welcome to season 4 and episode 43 of the Rowing Bookworm Podcast. If this is your first time here, I warmly welcome you to this growing community of awesome people and I know this would be worth your while. The Rowing Bookworm Podcast is a safe space for meaningful and sometimes difficult conversations inspired by books, poetry, and music over a cup of tea or two. My name is B.I. Garrix. I'm a poet, blogger on rovingbookwomng.com, and I'm the Roving Bookworm, your host. It's so awesome to be back here again for another season after my long break away from podcasting. I would love to say I missed all your conversations, having guests coming here, and most importantly, your feedback, which always triggered deeper conversations. Um, But the rest was much needed. So, um, well, I can't even say I ended up resting as much as I would have loved to, but at least... I believe I was able to concentrate on other aspects of my life and hopefully I'm fully charged up for another fantastic season. So I'm looking forward to these coming 12 weeks, which I believe will be full of learning, fun and laughter. So I hope you're ready and I hope you're pumped up too. The theme for this season is titled The Journey to Self-Discovery. And this theme was inspired by several books, which I will introduce as the season unfolds. But it is also inspired by my own personal journey through life so far. And I'll be sharing some of my experiences and lessons I've learned along the way. Now, how have you guys been? I hope everyone is well and keeping safe. As we all know, the COVID-19 virus is still out there and I hope we've been able to keep out of its reach. Please, 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 if you're yet to get vaccinated, please go get your shots. It's the best option we have for now. So just go do it. Forget about the conspiracy theories. At least, you know, this is my opinion. And if for any reason you have contracted the virus and you're feeling unwell just endeavor to get the necessary medical attention you need and i wish you a speedy recovery another thing i would love to hear about is what you guys have been up to in the last two months so um don't hesitate to message me on whatsapp if you have any con if you have my contact and of course via my blog through the podcast tab or on the Instagram handle. Yay! Roving Book One Podcast now has um, its own Instagram handle. We're not leeching on the Roving Book One NG handle. And the handle is at the underscore Roving Book One underscore podcast. So please follow on Instagram. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining in this week's conversation and being a part of this beautiful community without you 
you know what this podcast will not be here and i want you to know that i appreciate each and every one of you and hope that this season will add more value to your lives while keeping you entertained hopefully i hope i keep you entertained i'm not too serious this week's theme is titled the beginner's guide to self-awareness And this theme was inspired by a book I recently read titled 10 Questions to Improve Your Self-Awareness by James Fries. The book is a very short book that serves as a guide, just what, just a guide towards self-awareness. I got my copy on the Scribd app. Scribd is spelled S-C-R-I-B-D. Um, You can find it on the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. Um, It's a free app, but um, I think they give you a week, a month, not a week, a month free access to read all the books on the platform, as as many as you can. But um, after that, you'd have to pay. Um, I think it's about 3,000 something. Um, I can't quite remember um, your chat monthly and you can use your Nara card. It's a whole world of books and um, it's good to have the, the app, you know, if you want to um, start reading more. Um, I'm sure you can also get this book on Amazon. I didn't check, but I'm sure if it's on screen, I'm sure it's on Amazon. We would be exploring this theme today as we begin our journey towards um, self-discovery and after that success because after self-discovery comes success as always i'll be hosting this first episode alone and um i may also be hosting a good number of them this way this season i also look forward to having a lineup of guests a lineup of fantastic people coming on as guests um to share their knowledge and wisdom with us during these two um 12 weeks i'm sorry um and um you know, I'm, I'm also excited for that. Today, I'll be having um, one of the Le Essentials, the Kusmi tea. I have this um, new tea. Um, I, I got it as a gift from the husband. Um, and it's an assortment of 24 types of Kusmi tea. So I'll be, I planned, I saved them and I planned that I'll be having a different flavor every um, episode. So today I'll be having the Expure Addict. Now this tea, um, the names are in French. So I'll be careful because I may not be pronouncing them correctly. So I'll be having it and it's um, it has a yellow pack. So um, let's just say today I'm having the yellow pack tea. Um, so before we start, go grab something to drink, get comfortable, and then let's get into it. welcome back guys i hope you're all ready and if you are then let's go before we begin our journey we need to understand what self-awareness really means in simple terms um self-awareness is the ability for us to see and understand both our internal and external self and 
what I mean by our internal self is um, how we clearly see our own values, our aspirations, our reactions, um, our actions, um, fit with our environment and impact on others, while our external self is our understanding of how other people view us in terms of all the factors I've, I've mentioned earlier for the internal self, you know, how other people view our actions, our values, our aspirations. Now, they're, they're, they're basically four main types of awareness archetypes, and they include um, the what, what we call the introspectors, you know. So um, those are the people who are clear on who they are. They have a clear understanding of who they are, but they have blind spots as to how others view them and see them. Then we have those that are aware. Those that are aware know who they are, what they want to accomplish and seek out and value others opinion and this is where you have leaders you know you know the the few leaders not all leaders um, begin to fully realize the true benefits of self-awareness then we have the pleasers the pleasers are those who focus on the external what people you know they know what people how people want them to be and what people want from them however they don't know what they want they're they not introspective to to really think and you know um, um be clear on what their values are so at the end of the day over time they tend to make choices that aren't in service of their own success and fulfillment they they, they can be called followers and then we have the seekers those ones don't know who they are they don't know what they stand for and they don't also know how their team or how people around them view them and most of the time you find these people stuck or frustrated in in their relationships or their performance or whatever so these are the four different types of um you know self-awareness so um, you can be any of them. You can be an introspective person who knows what you want. You know what you value. You know everything about yourself, but you don't know much about what people, how people view you, how people see you. You know, and you don't, you you don't even make any efforts to get feedback from others. Then, of course, the people that are aware are the ones who, you know, are balanced, basically. Then the pleasers who are on the opposite side of the introspective. They are more, um, you know, they're, they're more interested in being the people that other people want them to be. And then we have the seekers who are like on a zero level. Now, I know that many of us will jump out and say, oh, I'm, I'm definitely the aware type. I, I, you know, I'm aware, you know, but unfortunately, studies have shown that while 95% of people that have been interviewed and you know um, studies have been taking um, 90, 95% of people believe that they are self-aware unfortunately from the results the reality is that only about 10 to 15% of people are actually self-aware 
which invariably means that most of us are living in a somewhat false belief about how we really are we don't really we see ourselves you know the way we see ourselves is not the real way we are so how do we know what attack we are The first thing I would say is we have to be really honest with ourselves because the one of the reasons why we we think most people when I say we most people ninety five percent of people believe they are self aware is because they are not honest if they really think about it they are not honest to themselves a lot of us live in deceit so for us to know what archetype we are so that we can make progress um we have to be honest i've met quite a number of people who say things about themselves that are not true who believe they are such and such or they have such and such qualities they do not have and this shows a lack of self-awareness for example you may believe you have a certain talent like um the people who go and audition for singing competitions like um idols i mean do you think those people who everyone laughs at, at uh, laughs at believed that they could not sing and then they went there to make it full of themselves no no they believed something that wasn't true about themselves because they were singing in the bathroom and it was echoing and it sounded nice to them and because they had no external view and understanding of themselves they didn't get feedback from people or maybe people were giving them uh, you know um um false or telling them lies uh, however i don't think if you're getting feedback from 10 people all the 10 people will tell you you know um your, your voice is not that good do you understand and and they went ahead with their, with this imagination of themselves even when they were false so this is not to say that how people view you is more important than how you view yourself that's not what i'm saying remember the aware people they they know what they want they know what they value and then they also understand how people see them so it's more of um a balance the key word in self-awareness is the understanding of yourself and then understanding again how others see you no one neither one is more important than the other and there has to be a good balance um, between these two let me say something you know personal when i was much younger especially in university i was very um introspective i i would i would classify myself as an introspector um from a young age i understood who i was what i wanted to do i mean people who knew me when i was young um wanted to do with my life and i was quite focused with my studies with the type of friends i wanted to have or didn't want to have the kind of guy i wanted to date or not want to date i kind of like just had this idea and it was it was right it was what i wanted i knew what i wanted um not in a false way but in a genuine way you know i would when things happen i would go back and think was this my fault wasn't this you know I'm, and i'm still introspective to a large extent luckily um i began to receive feedback from several people who told me that i was perceived as snobbish um that i came off as someone who looked down on others because i did well at school and i was one of the best students in my class and i lived off campus and i dressed well and so on so so many things that sincerely shocked me and that showed that 
I was being perceived differently from the way I saw myself. I was moving around like this person who I thought was, I thought I was a nice person. I thought I was humble. I thought I was cautious. That's what I thought. And I even thought I was friendly. And this showed that I had no atom of external self-awareness at all. And it was at that point I began to work on myself. It has been a long journey. And this does not mean that I had, I, like I had to become a pleaser, um, you, you know, although I found myself doing that sometimes, but with time, you know, I learned to strike a balance between my internal self and my external self awareness. Um, I had to understand that, you know, not like I had to understand. I think I was already aware that not everybody would like you, you know, but I think what really, what was really important for me was the fact that I thought that I, I was, you know, I was portraying or I was being me, you know, I was being my authentic self, but that wasn't what people were seeing. And I had to try to understand why and try to work on that, you know, I'm still, you know, and I, and I, and, and then it was from there, I learned that, you know what, I'm, I was an introvert, you know, and I, and people had expectations, um, for example, um, a simple example is I think I was just talking to my friend a couple of days ago and I was saying that um I don't enjoy people chatting with me on the on the plane because um because I'm I'm so organized and I plan so much like I have the book I want to read on the plane I want to you know so when you start chatting I'm like oh oh you know you're going to you're going to spoil my plan I plan I was going to read how many chapters of the plane you know and stuff like that so you know when I get in I would smile and I would say oh hello how are you and I'll sit down but after that if you now say oh so uh, where do you work I'm so and so person I'm just like oh gosh so I'm sure that shows and then that will be like oh this person doesn't want to talk to me she just and then another thing is um i don't know how to do small talk no matter i have tried to do small talk but i'm not very good i think i'm improving on that but i don't know how to do small talk when i meet people so i say oh hi hello how are you um you know um but because of course i mean i've i've um been working for for about 15 years in in the corporate world i of you know like professionally being a professional i've been trained to be able to you know do small talk when i go for meetings and things like that but i think that's also a different space so um um it's i, I think it's a bit different but what i'm trying to say is um it's possible for you not to be self-aware at all and it's possible for you to feel a certain way about your persona and your behavior while the entire not the entire world but most people you know who meet you have a different view of you so where do we start where do we start to find know what archetype we are and then if we are we fall in the other three archetypes outside aware um then we would need to try to start our journey towards self-awareness we must start at the beginning of course who are we we have to ask ourselves very vital questions what type of self-awareness actually do we have what are the steps we need to take to become more self-aware so i'll go to um the book the 
the book that inspired this episode, um, 10 Questions to Improve Your Self-Awareness by James Fries. And you may want to write these down because this is the bedrock of the entire season. We'll be talking about different things towards self-discovery, but we have to start with self-awareness. So the 10 questions that will help, that you need to ask yourself to help you improve your self-awareness. The first one is, what is the most important thing for you? You have to ask yourself, like what makes you wake up in the morning? What makes you handle the boring boss? What makes you stay? For a lot of people it's money. What makes you stay at the low paying job? Maybe, you know, it's the um, security that job brings. What is your great purpose in life? You know, so what is that thing? The second question is, what do you like to do for fun? What brings you joy? What what activity gives you pleasure? Is it a book? Is it having sex? Is it traveling? Is it visiting friends? What do you like to do for fun? Then number three is what makes you more most, not more, most ashamed? Is it to speak in public, to ask a favor, to borrow money, to fail, to be scolded in public, to be embarrassed? What, what makes you the most ashamed? Number four is, what worries you most in life right now? Is it if you lose, or you lose your job, not getting good grades if you're a student, a serious illness, um, lack of money? What is that thing right now that um, um, worries you the most? Number five is, what do, what do you do that makes you satisfied? Now, you need to pay attention to this question because it's different for what gives you pleasure. There's a difference between something that gives you pleasure and what makes you satisfied, something that makes you feel important, something that makes you feel you are good at something. It can be to write, you know, um, to fix something, the ability to solve problems, to fix something, the ability to write. Um, mine is the ability to transfer knowledge i love to teach so i feel fulfilled when i'm I, i'm teaching when i teach people when i when i you know just pour out myself so that's what really gives me satisfaction even on my job i find that you know when i do trainings i i i have the satisfaction that i don't know i can't explain it so what gives you that satisfaction what is your biggest failure? What have you tried and failed to do? What is your worst, what's the worst decision you have made? So what is your biggest failure? Number seven is, what is your greatest achievement? What is that thing that you deem as the greatest thing you have achieved in your life? Is it having kids, buying a house, promotion at work? Um, something that makes you hit your chest to say, I did this thing, man, I did it, you know. Number eight is, what is your happiest memory are they related to a specific place or person just something that makes you smile when it comes to mind you know for example like when i think of my my sister who passed on 10 years ago i have so many fond memories of her i always find myself smiling i the, the memories are many but you know every time i think about her i just smile you know so um i have some of my fondest memories with her um number nine is what are you grateful for what are you grateful for are you grateful for the family you were born into for your spouse for health for job 
me i'm grateful for so many things like so grateful for so many things all these things i listed i'm grateful for all of them and then the last one is what are your strengths and weaknesses are you punctual are you positive are you you know for your strengths or for your weaknesses are you lazy are you a pessimist do you hate change do you get nervous easily are you fearful you know for my weaknesses i used to hate change a lot but i've been able to change i've been able to learn not change i've been able to learn that change is the only constant thing in life and i had to learn to adapt whenever there, 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 there was and is a change in my life um so that is a weakness because every time there's a huge change i know that um i have to deliberately try to um just adapt and know that look this is natural you can't fight something that is natural and that was why last season um our our theme was embracing change so um because i've gone through it and i understand how difficult it is for people like me to embrace change um I'm also a pessimist slash realist, um, which can be a weakness. It's not a totally bad thing because, you know, in the course of um, a lot of um, trainings and courses and um, and growing up, I have done, I realized that, you know, initially people used to say, oh, you're such a pessimist. And I used to feel bad about it. But I've learned that even in the workspace, you know, you need pessimists to look out and see all the reasons why this project can fail and all that you know so that um all the optimists who are looking at the upside would also consider that okay they, they, we may we may we may have some bottlenecks along the way um so i used to be um not i used to i'm also a pessimist and a realist i always like to look at things realistically but um i also learned however that i also need to be more optimistic about things um while also thinking of the worst case scenario because i'm always like okay so what's the worst that can happen so so what are your weaknesses I've, i've spoken about two of mine and what are your um strengths so if we can sincerely answer these 10 questions then we have begun our journey towards self-awareness and self-discovery. This is a bit of an assignment. I think this is an assignment episode for you guys with a reward tied to it, I promise, because I'm giving away five books to the first five um, listeners who will answer these 10 questions and send them to me via my blog on or before Friday, September 17th you would win a free book shipped to you wherever you are. So, as we begin this journey towards self-awareness, I would like to say that um, let's take the following tips to help us on this journey. The first tip I would like to give is acknowledge that the journey to self-awareness is going to be a challenge. You're going to find out things about yourself that um, you may not like or you may like. Trying to understand who you truly are and how others view you doesn't really come naturally, but requires some work. So you need to put in the work and you also need to um, give yourself time to absorb um, a lot of new information you may, you may, you may receive. Um, and some of the feedback may be negative, um, but 
give yourself that time to absorb it. Another tip is know why you're on this journey. Self-awareness has so many benefits, you know, with stronger relationships to increased well-being and successful leadership. So there's so many benefits if you are self-aware. People who are not self-aware always get into trouble, always at loggerheads with people, you know, relationship-wise, you know, they don't grow, they're stagnant, obviously, because you don't really understand yourself, you don't know the direction you're going to, or you don't understand how people view you, so you keep doing the same thing, things and expecting a, um, a different result. Another tip is accept who you are. Being self-aware doesn't mean you should stop being your authentic self. Instead, it is supposed to help us to become better versions of ourselves and not make us change or pretend to be who we are not. I also struggle with that a bit, you know, because, you know, um, you know, when people say, oh, you're a pessimist or you're an introvert, you know, you want to be an extrovert. And when you meet people, like, oh, hi, how are you? And then you're just drained and you just know that this is not you, you know, so you, I, I think that I had to, you know, step back and say, you know what? this is who i am um i would try as much as possible to portray who i really am so that people can see that but i'm not going to do it in a different a way that is not me i don't know if you get what i mean i hope you do but if you don't you can always give me feedback and then i would explain and we'll talk about it again um so um ask yourself the right question Ask yourself the right questions. That's another tip. When I was younger, and a lot of people used to call me snobbish and uppity, I used to ask myself the wrong questions. You know, like, why are they saying I'm snobbish when I'm not? Why are they not seeing the real me? And this question never led me anywhere because when I, like, it never led me anywhere because, you know, there were no answers to that question because I, I, I didn't know. And even the people who gave me this feedback, they didn't know why, because the people who gave me the feedback were my friends who knew who I was, but, you know, they will have people say, oh, is she your friend? Hmm, that one, she's a snob. She's always feeling cool. She's always this, she's always that. And they'll be like, mm, no, but that's not how she is. You know, I know her. And and so, so they couldn't give me that answer either. You know, I, I, I would have a friend say, but you just have this air around you that, you know, people just feel, you know, um, you know, somehow. And, you know, that was, that was the best they could do. But when I started asking myself the right questions, like, what can I do? to make others see me for who I really am without displeasing myself or undermining who I really am, then I, I, I now kind of had a plan to have a strategy. The why wasn't helping me, but the what can I do was me asking myself the right question. Then I was able, you know, able to move towards a solution. Um, so stop asking yourself, why didn't I get that promotion? Or why didn't do, do I keep fighting with my spouse? Because that is never going to come. Instead, ask, what do I need to do to get the promotion next time? What do I need to do to stop fighting with my spouse? Or what do we need to do in case of, you know, it's a spouse, you know? So, yeah. The last, my last tip would be, be open to feedback from trusted friends and family who would help you build your external awareness because the external awareness can be very tricky, you know. So some people think 
um, they are so great at their work, but their bosses don't feel that way. You need to be open to feedback and constructive criticism where you would now, if you're in, if, 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 if you're introspective, you can now go and really compare like, why do I feel like my work is so good? But, you know, and then look at those things, those pointers that have been given to you and say okay well i understand now and then you know take correction and so forth i am really excited to be on this journey with you guys for the next 12 weeks although it won't end after 12 weeks obviously and i urge you to join me as we strive to be better versions of ourselves um i can't wait to get your feedback um because we are diving in from um, the next episode and we'll be talking about a lot a lot a lot of things towards self-discovery so make sure you share this with your family and your friends and then we're in Thank you so much for being a part of this episode, guys. And I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. I guarantee you that this season will be a fulfilling one for all of us. Remember, you can hit me up on my blog with your feedback, www.rovingbookwomng.com, on Instagram, at the underscore rovingbookworm underscore podcast on my Facebook page, Robin Bookworm NG, or on WhatsApp if you have my contact. Just keep them coming. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Robin Bookworm podcast on the Apple Podcast app or the Google Podcast app or on Spotify. You can listen on Spotify. All you need to do is to download this app, search for the Robin Bookworm podcast and hit the subscribe button. This makes it easy for you to keep track of all the episodes and don't forget to rate this podcast when you're at it. This helps the podcast to grow and get more people to listen. So I'm counting on you. You can also listen on my blog, www.womenbookwomeng.com and follow the blog to receive email notifications of new updates on blog posts and new podcast episodes. Also, don't forget to share with your family and friends once again. It's time to sign out for today, but I look forward to next week's episode. And until then is take care of yourselves and stay blessed.